Okay, I'll tell you where we're up to. Um, <coughs> we're up to Tess on a base. Um, three lines, towards the bottom, we'll see where it gets wide. Three lines above there. I can feel it's coming. No? No. no. Oh, perhaps not. Open the window. Yeah, and that's Okay. One, two, three lines above where it gets wide. Yeah. Just to remind ourselves, we're talking about Tess on the base. Can you see? Yeah, Okay. We're talking about being Samach Ulla Okay, so that you say, Baruch Hashem, God Yisrael, and then he goes straight on to Shemun Esra. Ask the Gemara, Hei Chomotsa Somach. How can you do that? Well, Omer Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, Batzchila, beginning of Shemun Esra, I'm Hashem, so forsight, Tiftoch, for Yagidil Osecha, as we know. Well, if I saw if at the end, I'm, it says, Yil Rotsin Imre Fi, Vehegan Libid Lefanecha Hashem Tzuri Vagani. So we see from this Brysa, that at the beginning of Shemun Esra, you say, Hashem, so forsight, Tiftoch, for Yagidil Osecha. So you're not being Simech Ge'ula Le'tfilah. Because you're saying, Baruch HaTo Hashem Go'el Yisrael. And before you start Shemun Esra proper, you say, Hashem Sofasai Tiftach Ophiyah Gita Lasecha. So it's a hefzik. On Rabbi Loza, says Rabbi Loza, to hate B'tfilah Shal Arvis. When Rabbi Yochanan says, you say, Hashem Sofasai Tiftach, he doesn't mean in Shachris, because there you've got Go'el Yisrael. He means the Arvis. Why? Because the Arvis, since the Ge'ula was not really till the next morning, as we learned, Therefore, the, the idea of being Simon or Lutfiller doesn't apply to Marif. So therefore, there you can say, if you say in the morning, Shachris, it's a, a hefzuk between Gal Yisrael and Shemun Esra. You say it in Marif. Marif, is, it's, it's not a hefzuk because you don't have to be Simon or Lutfiller. Ask Gamar of Amrav Yochanan. Yeah, yeah, that's just, yeah, yeah, no, that's just part of the Brysa. But the Gemara is only talking about Hashem's Fasaitivta. A very valid point. The Ha'omar of Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, how can you say that in Mariv? We don't have to be Simach Ulla We learned, Rabbi Yochanan himself says, Ezeh ben who is a person who's a ben olam abol? So we see that by Mariv, you've also got to be Simach Ulla Lutzvila. So you can't say Hashem Sufasai Tiftoch. Answer says the Gemara. Lam Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar, Tehi B'Tfilas Mincha. The Hashem Sufasai Tiftoch should be said at Mincha. And Mincha is no problem because at Mincha we're not Simach Ulla Lutzvila. There's no Goal Yisrael or anything like that. So therefore, at that place, we can say Hashem Sfasai Tiftoch because you don't have to be a Simak Ulla Tfila. That's one answer. So you well, do, so, only, no, no, well, that's not a Lachal But that's what the first answer of the Gemara is. Rabbi Loza says that this Hashem Sfasai Tiftoch, when Rabbi Yochanan says that you've got to say Hashem Sfasai Tiftoch, he's only referring to Mincha. Not in Shachris and not in Mariv because there we've got to be Simak Ulla Tfila. Ravashi Omar Ravashi gives another answer. You can even say Mincha as well, that you can say Hashem Sfasai Tiftoch at Shachris and Marv and Mincha as well. Aye, in Shachris and Marv it's going to be a Hefzik, because you're not being Simon Ka'ulul Tzfilah, because you say Baruch Hashem, God is wrong, before you start Shem Esra, you say Hashem Sfasai Tiftoch. Answer is, Since the Chachomim instituted that as a Tzfilah, 
It's all part and parcel of the Shemana Esther. It's not a hefzik. You say, Baruch Hashem, God Yisrael, and the Shemana Esther starts with Hashem's society. It's all part of Shemana Esther. Because now, now the Gemara brings a proof that that must be the case. If you don't say that, We've just said that Arvis, Rabbi Yochanan says, you're going to be Shemana or Litvila. But how can you do that? We say, Baruch Hashem, God Yisrael. And after that, we say Hashkiveinu. And Baruch Hashem Lalem Amen Amen in places where one, say, one, one says it. But certainly, so Hashkiveinu is also is a hefzok. So we're not being Samach Ul and Marav as well. Forget about Hashem's Fosai Tiftoch. We're not, uh, we're not being Samach Ul Tzvila because we've got Hashkiveinu by Marav. Elokim, that's a kinder upon Hashkiveinu. You've got to answer that just as a Rabbonon, since the Rabbonon established as a Tzvila Hashkiveinu, Kigeula Rechsadamya, it's like a lengthy ge'ula. Now there's Baruch HaToshem, Gal Yisrael is ge'ula, and that ge'ula continues, Hashkivenu as well, is part of the ge'ula. And therefore you're being Simon ge'ula le'tfila. So here as well, Hochanami, here as well, with Hashem's Fasai Tiftoch, Kim Dekavuvaron le'tfila, since Rabbonon will convey this, they fix this, to say Hashem's Fasai Tiftoch, in before Shemana Esra, Ketfilas HaRech Ladami is considered like a long Shemana Esra. Okay. Mechdei. Now we're coming back to the second part, Danny, of this, uh, you asked, you might, what about you, no, you, Rotson, Imre, Fi? So now we talk about you, Rotson, Imre, Fi, the Hegel, Libby, the Fanech, Hashem, Surah, which we say at the end of Shemun Esra. Says the Gemara, Mashma, the Soth, U Mashma, Mei, Korah, the Be'in, the What does, what does it mean? You, the Rotson, Imre, Fi, the words of my mouth should, my mouth should find favour to Hashem. You can either say that in the beginning, referring to the words that you're about to say. You're about to say the Tzvillah, the Shemad Esra. So these words which I'm about to say should find favor. Or you can say at the end of Shemad Esra, saying the words that I've said, hopefully will find favor. So you can say, it makes sense to say it in the beginning, and it makes sense to say it at the end. Says the Gemara, if it makes sense to say it at the beginning, saying it at the end, my time of the Kerubon, Lach Shemad Esra Brochus. Why do we say it at the end? Now this, this reminds me, you know where a wife bought a husband a black tie and a white tie, so he puts on the black tie, so the wife says, well, what's wrong with the white tie? So, I mean, here we're saying it's got to be somewhere. It's got to be either at the beginning it makes sense, or at the end it makes sense. No, so the mush explains. He says, because we say, and how does it carry on? And we learn from that posse, Mashal learns that from that posse that you learn out about being Saimaka Ulla because we had before in the Gemara that if somebody is Saimaka Ulla Kalayam, he won't have any, he won't be, uh, come to any bad things during the day. And we learn that out, he said, because it says Hashem Suri Vigali, which is at the end of, I don't know which chapter, is one of the chapters in Tehillim. And immediately afterwards we say, Yan Hashem Biyam Sorrow. So because of the juxtaposition of those two capitals of Tehillim, we learn out that if you're Simak Ulla therefore Elenizak. So, so, so explains the Mashal, since this very posseg is used to be Simak, we learn from it to be Simak Ulla and that Simak Ulla is at the beginning of Shemanesra, therefore it makes more sense to say at the beginning. So in other words, the Gemara asks, you can say it at the beginning and you can say it at the end, but we've got a reason to say it at the beginning, explains the Mashal, so why not say it at the beginning? Let's say it at the beginning. 
did not say this pasuk of until the end of the 18th chapter therefore the Rabbonon established after Shemon Esri Brochus because it's the end of the 18th chapter of Tehillim so Chazal said say at the end of 18 Brochus we know it's now 19 ok but it, it's originally it was 18 so that's what, that's let's say at the end of the 18 how can you say it's 18 to Shaisri Haven if you have a look at the capital of Tehillim you will see that this posseg of Yudunon, Rotson, Emre, is at the end of chapter 19, not at the end of chapter 18. So the whole thing doesn't make sense. Answers the Gemara, Ashrei Yish, Velomar Rog Shugoyim. Ashrei Yish, which is the very first one. It's Ashrei Yish, Shalaholoch, Vassos Roshoyim. That's the very first to Hillim. And the Lomar Rog Shugoyim, which is the second to Hillim, second chapter of Tehillim is Chador Parshahi even though we have it as one and two originally it was all together and therefore what what does that mean it, in, it, since it's in number 19 but since number one and number two were one it makes it 18 so that's one answer now the Gemara goes and gives various proofs why we must say that, that the first Tehillim and the second Tehillim were, all, were one the Omra Behuda 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 David Amalek said 103 chapters of Tehillim. He didn't say the word Hallelujah till he saw the downfall of the wicked. As it says, the well known Posuk, let sinners cease from the earth. There will be no Rashaim, no wicked people. So the question is, says, ask Gemara a question now. We just said, we said it in the 103rd chapter of Tehillim. Ask the Gemara, Hani may have shodosh. How can you say it's 103rd? May have Arba haven. If you look that this puzzle that we just quoted, Baruchin Avshia Yitamuchatam in the Oretz Roshayim Adonam, you will see it's in in Kufdalad in 104. How can you say it's 103? So again, it's a proof of the Shmamino Asherei Ishvelom Arok Chagoyim Chaba Parshahi that Tehillim chapter number one and Tehillim chapter number two were one. And therefore, that makes it now the 103rd, which fits in very well with the Brysa, rather than the 104th. And another proof, to Amr Shmuel Ben-Achmen Yachanan, Kol al-Dovid. Any chapter of Tehillim, which was very dear to David al-Melech, Poslach Boba Ashrei, V'siyim Boba Ashrei. He started with the word Ashrei, and he finished with the word Ashrei. Where do we see that? Posuk for Ashrei started in chapter one with Ashrei, Ashrei or Ish Shelaholach Basus Rishoyim. The Siyam and he concluded it by Ashrei Dechsev. It says Ashrei Kol Chosabai, praiseworthy who all trust in him. Right now, Ashrei Kol Chosabai. Where will you find that? At the end of chapter two. In other words, you start off with uh, the first one, Ashrei or Ish Shelaholach Basus Rishoyim. That's the beginning of chapter one of Tehillim. But Ashra Ishkol Chosabai is the end of the second Tehillim. Now we just said he starts and finishes with Ashra if it's something that's dear to him. Right? So that's a proof that one and two were one. In other words, he started with Ashra one, they were all one Tehillim, and he finishes off with Ashra as well. I must 
points out, Tyson says, this is the only place where you find Asherah at the beginning and Asherah at the end. So what does it mean, Kol Mokham? So he says, Lav Dafke, it doesn't really mean only the words Asherah. It means if you start and finish with the same similar words. For example, in the Asherah itself, we start off with Tehillah Ladovid. That's where the actual Tehillim starts, Tehillah Ladovid. And it ends up, Tehillah Hashem or similarly, you've got the Halalukas, which start with Halaluka and end with Halaluka. So Tyson explains, when it means it starts with Ashray and ends with Ashray, it's Lavdafka, it means if the Chasima and the Psicha are the same. Okay. Carrying on the Gemara. Hani Baryune, these thugs. You know, Baryune, we've got thugs, uh, uh, how would you translate it in Danish? Uh, ruffians, uh, what? Schotzim, Roshoim. You know, naughty boys, na- hooligans, hooligans. Because we had this Bayune, you know where we have it in Gittin, we have these Bayune. These were, you know, these naughty boys, the Havabishavusa Drabmeya, they were in, they lived in the neighborhood of Rabmeya, Vavakomasari Leituva. They caused him a lot of trouble. It doesn't say what trouble, but, you know, they caused him trouble. Havakoboy Rem, they must have caused him so much trouble, Havakoboy Rabmeya Rachmelaya, Reb Meir was dabbling for Rachmonas for them, that they should die. So of course, immediately the Mephoshim asked a question, what do you mean, Rachmim? What sort of Rachmim is that, that they should die? So he said, Rachmim, in order that they should, because they were so bad, they should die now, immediately, and then at least they'll get some schar in the next world. That was the Rachmim, that's what they say. But in any case, he was obviously, they must have given him a lot of grief for him to say that. Omrele Bruri de Basel, Bruria, his wife, Bruria was very well known, big time Chochem she was. She was not only the wife of Rab Meir, she was the daughter of Rab Chanina ben Tradian. Right? And the Gemara in Pesachim says that she was an exception, exceptional Talmidor Chochem. You know, so, uh, any case, so Bruria, she, she took issue with his, with, with her husband, with Rea, and he said, well, why are you wishing for their death? My daitoch. We shouldn't say, is it because you Tamukhatoim? It says, let the, yutamukhatoyim in the orets, let the uh, sinners cease from the earth. Right? Meksev chaitim, it doesn't say chaitim, it doesn't say the sinners. Chatoyim ksev. The chatoyim, in other words, the sins should go away. Or as Rashi says, the top, second line of Rashi, sheyichle yetzahara. The thing that causes people to become rishoyim, namely the yetzahara, that should be done away with. Not with, uh, not that they should die, the people who, 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 who do the other but I, as she says, shall fill the safe at the cross. Says Buria, go look at the end of the posset. It says the Roshai made Anon. There won't be any more Roshai. She says, Kim to Yitamukhatoim, Roshai made Anon. How do we know that once you say the sinners cease from this world, these sinners finish, there will be no more in the next generation or later on, there can be more, there can be more wicked people. It doesn't finish off. So what it means is, they were praying, Yitamukhatoim, and Oretz means that the Yetzirah should be done away with once and for all, and then the Roshayim and then on, there won't be any more, any more Roshayim. So he listened to his wife, and the boy Rachmeh He davened for them that they should do Tshuva, and therefore Roshayim, and therefore, since they hadn't got a Yetzirah to do any Averus, therefore, the, the, the Roshayim, there weren't many good people. And boy Rachmeh that's exactly what he did. He listened to what she said, and he doesn't that they should do tshuva, and this is exactly what they did. The, the Masha asked the following question. He says like this. We say, Hakobade Shemaim, Chutzmiyara Shemaim. 
everything is in heaven's hand except Yerushalayim whether a person have, will have fear of heaven that's up to a person himself so how here could Rav Meir govern that they should do tshuva you can't govern for something which is up to them themselves the Yerushalayim has got to come from themselves you can't govern that they should do tshuva it's got to come from them so the answer as follows you've got different type of people you've got some people who are so, so thoroughly evil you can't do anything with them but the others who really are good people but they're influenced by their friends or their, their surroundings their circumstances they sort of do, do things which are not right but if you take away those things you, then there will be good people so therefore this is what he was davening he was davening not that they should do tshuva because that you can't he was davening that these side things which, which influence them to do bad they should be taken away they should lose their bad friends or the bad influences whatever it is and then automatically they will do tshuva uh, I mean we see from this Gomorrah as well you've got to know how to treat people there's a story told that uh, there was once a headmaster who caught a boy in school buying and selling you know he's making a bit of money and called him in and told him you can't do this anymore so a week later he caught him doing it again he called him in he says you know what? you know you're not allowed to do it. I told you you're not allowed to do this so he explained he says like this he says my parents are very poor and any outings which the other boys can go on I can't go on them because my parents haven't got the money so I thought I'd make a few extra pounds then you know I can go on the outing as well so the headmaster felt very sorry for him and he said listen I, he- I hear where you're coming from but at the same time you can't do this in school because if you start doing this everybody else will do it so what did he do a week later with suckers he phoned him up and he said I want you to come and build my sucker for me and I will pay you so in other words he knew how to, how to treat this boy you've got to know if somebody is, is not good whatever you've got to go to the reasons for, as to what is happening and then sort of deal with it accordingly ok the Gemara carries on Omele hahu mina lebruya this we're talking about bruya so we said this min came to Bruria. Min is an apikyrus. Xibit says Ronnie Akora Loyaloda. Ronnie means to sing. Akora means the barren one. Loyaloda who has not given birth. So what does that possible mean? So this min asked uh Bruria, Ronnie, because she hadn't given birth she should sing. That's not a, that's not a sort of uh, something to sing for. It's, 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 it's a sad thing. Armelay Bruria said to him, Shatya, you fool. Now, the question is, why did she say to him, Shatya, you fool? It's a valid question. Because Bruria knew that he's only, he was a min, says how a minna. He was only trying to, sometimes a person asks a question because he really wants to know the answer. Somebody, somebody wants to, sometimes a person wants to use it as a weapon to show ah, how silly he is, it comes from Posca and you're shy, he didn't know what he was talking about. So because he said in, in such a way, she had to sort of straight away tell him, Shut you, you fool. Look, look, Shvil the safe the crow. Look at the end of the apostle. The Chsivit says, Can you rub in B'nai B'nai The children of Shemema, the desolate one, namely means of Yerushalayim, are more, are more numerous than the children of the invaders of Edom. So clearly, Yerushalayim was not barren. They did have children. So Maya Korala Yolodo, what does it mean they were barren? Ronnie Knesset Israel, let Knesset, the congregation of Israel, sing. Because she is similar to a barren woman. 
that she has not given birth to children who are going to go to Gehenna as you have Edom. So in other words, it doesn't mean Yerushalayim is really barren. What it means is Yerushalayim is barren of children who will go to the Gehenna. So that's something to sing for. This min, this Apikari said to Ravavok. See if it says, A song by David, which you had in the Gemara before, when he had to run away for his life because of Sholem, his son, was chasing him. Now this is in chapter 3 of Tehillim. Uchsiv says also to David, when David sang a mikhtam bevoch, but when a song, also when he ran away from Shaul and he hid in the cave. Ask the Gemara, and this is in, in, in chapter 57 we said, Hi Maisa which incident happened earlier? Was it David's running away from Shaul? Was it running away from Absalom? Mikhtay, let's see, Maisha Shaul Abba It's obvious that the story of Shaul was first. Why? Because that happened when Shaul was the king, and, and David was not yet the king. Whereas the incident when he was running away from Absalom, his son, he was the king, so it happened much later. So the question is, if it happened much later, why is it in chapter 3, and something that happened much before is in chapter 57? Omalei, Ravos said to this men, You, Minim, who don't learn um, the, the, the significance of Sukim being together you've got a problem for us we know that that Pesukim or chapters of Tehillim or whatever it is are not randomly put together they're put together for a reason and the Gemara will now explain what the reason is why they seem to be not in sort of chronological order the Om Rabbi Yochan Smuchim La'atayim and where do we know about Smuchim Shenehmaz it says Smuchim La'al La'olam Asuyim Be'emus of Yoshua they're joined forever and then done by Emmet of Yosha. And this actually comes after, this is in, in, in Tehillim. And it says, Nehmonim kol pikudov. It's talking about the Tyrats. And therefore it explains, Smuchim, whenever two Pesukim come together, we can learn something from it. Now the Gemara explains why, where he ran away from, when Dod ran away from Avshalom, it's in number three. Lomenis b'chol pasha Avshalom, the pasha of Gaigamogog. The pasha of Gaigamogog, which is where Gaigamogog will, will, will rebel against Hashem and against Mashiach in the, in, in the times of, uh, of times of Mashiach, that is in chapter two, and Absalom, uh, David running away from Absalom is in chapter three. They're specially put next to each other. Shem Yomelachah if a person says to you, they want to refute the prophecy which David Amelach made regarding Gogomogog, and he says, Klum is there ever a servant who rebels against his master? Meaning, is it possible that people will rebel against? Um, against Hashem and Mashiach at the time of, at the time of with Gogomogog, how can that happen? And that is in chapter two. You will say to him, "Klum Is there ever a son who rebels against his father? It's an equally unlikely thing to happen. Right? But it did happen with David Amalek when he had to run away from his son Absalom. Achinami Hava. Likewise, here as well, the rebellion of Gogomogog against Hashem it will also come to pass. So you can see that the reason why chapter 2 and chapter 3 were put together was in order to compare Absalom and Gogomogog. So even though 3 happened after chapter 57, when you're talking about Shaul in the cave, it was put back specially next to 2, so we can call it next to chapter 2 that we can compare it. Amrim Lechem Shem Shem it says, as we know in Eishas Chayel, 
in Mishli, she opens her mouth, the Torah of Chesed Adoshana, the Torah of Kindness is on her tongue. Regarding whom did Shlomo Melech and Mishli say this? He said it regarding David who dwelt in five worlds and he gave uh, praise for all these five things, which we'll see what they are. First one was he was in his mother's wombs, in his mother's womb, and he gave praise. Shenema, as he says, Hashem, my soul should bless Hashem, Koravai, all my innards, my bowels, as Shem Kodsho, his holy name. So that was at the time when he was in his mother's stomach. Yotzalave Island, when he came out to the uh, open air of the world, when his he saw the stars, the Mazolos, and the planets, Omashiri said Shira again. She says, Baruch Hashem, Malachov, Gibari Kayach, bless Hashem, his angels, um, the Gibari Kayach, the strong warriors, I said, Zavorai, who fulfill his word, Ishmael, Bekal, Zavorai, who listen to the voice of his word, Baruch Hashem, Kod Svav. All the hosts, the host refers to the heavens, the stars, and the constellations, etc., etc. So, Zavodah Melech is giving praise for this world as well. Incidentally, this ends off, this Tehillim ends off with Baruch Hashem Hashem. Because you'll see, there's five times it says Baruch Nafshi, but here where it quotes this possible, we don't see Baruch Nafshi, but it actually ends, the Pesach ends with Baruch Nafshi. Yonat Mishdei Imai. He nursed from his mother's breasts in his sackle b'dadea, and he looked at them, but Omashiri said Shira. Shenem, as it says in the Pesach, Baruch Nafshi es Hashem, v'avtishkechi kol Don't forget all the favors. My kol gemulov, Om Rabavor, says Rabavor, she'osalot dadim b'mokam bina. Dovid Amelach is giving praise to Hashem, that he, he made a woman's breast at, um, at, the, at the place of the heart, opposite the heart. Because all animals are generally, when they feed from the mother, it is further down the, the body, near, near the bottom part. Right? But whereas the breasts are not. And time and my, what is the reason? Why did the make a woman different than animals? That they're, they're at the place of the heart. That a child will not look at a place of nakedness. That he will not nurse, he will not feed from an unclean place. And the, the Gorn says, this alludes, both of them, that the gazing at the a place of nakedness, this refers to um, uh, not looking at forbidden things. And the second asks, not feed from an unclean place, this refers to eating non-kosher things. That's what the Gon says these two things allude to. Anyway, the fourth thing that he says, Robber Mapalosom Shorashoim, for Amashira. He saw the downfall of the wicked, and he said, Shinema, as we said, Yitamukhatom and Oretz, Roshoim, Aurenom, Borokinafshis Hashem Halaluka. And this is why we bring this whole thing here, because we mentioned that Possek before, and he mentioned that Possek here again. Finally, in Sakabuyamamisa, he regarded the day of death for Omashira, Shenema Borchi Nafshis Hashem, my soul should bless Hashem, Hashem and Aka, a Godalta, I'll hide the Hodel Levoshto. It means, Godalta, you are great, hide the Hodel Levoshto, you've done majesty and glory and splendor and so on. And this refers to death. So says the Gemara, my Mashmadal Yamamisa, how do you know that this posture refers to Misa? Omra Popa Barashina, Misafidin Yonah, because if you look at the end part, end of the Chsiv, it says, Tastu Ponecho Yibohelun, when you hide your face, people are frightened. Taisev Rucham Yigvon, 
and when you take back their spirit they will perish and then it carries on the Pesach says they will return to the dust so we can see from that that we're talking about Yom Hamisa we'll just do a, just a, a, another couple of minutes just to, to finish off I don't want to leave it in the middle of an Indian Rav Shimi Ba'ukva Omla Ma'ukva Habashkiyah Kamed Rav Shimi Ben Pazi Rav Shimi Ba'ukva some say it was Ma'ukva they were often with Rav Shimon ben Pazi, and Rav Shimon ben Pazi was Masada Agadata Kamed Rav Shimon Levi. He was an expert at explaining Agadata, and he had the position in the yeshiva of Rav Shimon ben Levi to explain Agadata. So one day, Rav Shimon ben Pazi, Ma'ukva, they said to Rav Shimon ben Pazi, Ma'idachsev, what is the meaning of what it says, Baruch Inafshiyas Hashem, my soul should bless Hashem, V'chol Karovai, all my inners, Eshem Kodshayim. All my inners should bless His holy name. So, they, Shimon Ben Pazi assumed that he was talking about Korovai. What does Korovai refer to? And therefore he answered as follows. Omelay said to him, Just see that Akashbochu is not like Boss of Adam, not like human being. Me as Boss of Adam, a human being, Tosser al he, he shapes a form on a wall, he can't put into it a breath or soul. Or um, the bowels, or mayim is the intestines. He can't do that. He shapes one form within another form. In other words, a child within its mother. Or matubah, and even though the child hasn't come out yet, matubah ruach and shomok revaim mayim. In other words, it's that ability that Hashem has over a boss of a dom that that was what David Amelech was praising when he said es um, there are none as holy as Hashem. There's no one besides you. There's no tzur. Now, normally tzur means a rock. But he explains, There's no shaper like our God. In other words, because he can shape one form into another. From, uh, he can, one form within the other. Okay. What does it mean, Kiyembel Techo? Because it says, Ain Kodesh Shem, there's no one that's saying, Kiyembel Techo seems to be a repetition. Kiyembel Techo, Rabbi Yudab Amanasi, it means, I'll take Kri Kiyembel Techo, don't read Kiyembel Techo, there's no one besides you. Ever, Ain Levalo Techo, there's no one to outlive you. Shalokim, Midas HaKodesh Bochum, Midas Bos of Adom. Midas Bos of Adom. The nature of a human is Masa Yodov Mavalim. So he does his handiwork, he makes a table, he makes a chair, that will outlive him. Outlives his works. So that's what they thought he meant when he asked this question. So they explained, no, 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 we didn't mean that. No, I'm not hokakam in the loch. This is what I meant. The five things that we had, the Pesukim of Bochin Nafshi Hashem, right? What, what did you mean? Well, I mean, the, what do you mean, what did he mean? We explained what he meant. There were five times of, of his life. So Dobime Imai said Shira, and then he came out, he saw the planets, and then he afterwards, in the Sakabadadeh, we said, no, the question what he's asking is, why does it have to say Brochi Nafshi? He can say Brochi Hashem, I bless Hashem. What's Brochi Nafshi? What's the Nafshi part of it? So he explains, Kenegimi Amoran David, who did he say that? It was Keneged HaKadosh Baruch Hu regarding Kadosh Baruch Hu and Keneged HaNeshama because there's a question, the reason why I say Baruch Hu as Hashem is because we'll see there's five different, there's five similarities between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Nefesh. 
who fills all the world so the neshama fills the whole body he can see but he can't be seen same thing with the neshama nourishes all the world so the soul nourishes all the body is pure and the last one is just as the is in a room within rooms in other words we can't see him so the soul is also is deep down so then he explains that so that now that comes because there's five similarities between the nefesh between the neshama and Hashem Therefore, he finishes off. Rosh Hashanah ben Pazi says, "Yovah mish yesh b'chamisha devarim halalu." Let the person, the nefesh, which has got five of these attributes, which are similar to Hashem, can be shabach and praise. Lemish yesh b'chamisha devarim halalu. Come and give praise to Hashem, who's also got these five attributes, because those five are all because the nefesh, the neshama. And Hashem have got these five attributes which, which, which are similar to each other. Therefore, that's why it says, Baruch Nafshi as Hashem, because the Nefesh is similar to Hashem in those five, um, for five reasons there. Right, we'll leave there.